Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Uh, today, let's start a new book uh, called The Anti-Diet or Anti-Diet. It's very self-explanatory, right? Like, we think diets are no good, so that's why we don't do them, right? Anti-diet. So, the reason that I want to talk about this book is that I kind of believe that, you know, there is this kind of segment of, okay, um, I am on a diet, I want to look slimmer, but um, Christy, the author of this book, argues that we should not think about it that way. We should think about more of like intuitive eating, not active depriving, right? So I kind of want to share some ideas with you guys, and um, maybe we'll do a series. I think I have two different uh, parts prepared, but let's see how far we can get today, okay? So... The one thing that I took away the most is actually um, in the beginning, it says that the whole like whole food plant-based thing, right? Because I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Like, I want to eat more of a whole food. I want to eat, you know, more, more of a plant. And I did not realize that that was a diet too, right? So in reality, it is. So why do not diets work? Like, why they don't work? The reason is... It's because of our genes and because of our brain, right? Because weight, in terms of your body weight, it actually, it actually has a set point, right? So we are genetically programmed to maintain a certain weight level. And the weight, we have a set range throughout our adult life. So it really can be changed through dieting, but it's not going to be a healthy change. Right, so let's say, um, a hundred and fifty pound is a set point. Right, maybe you can get to the diet point. Maybe you can get to a hundred and twenty, but the thing is, is that after that, your body think, okay, yeah, there's something wrong with you. We're probably uh, experiencing a famine, so they will set the rate back to about a hundred and sixty-five. Right, so. 70% of the body set weight is actually genetic and the rest you can actually alter with your environment. So from the physiology point, right, we talk about that um, dieting is kind of like famine, right? It's kind of like, you know, like having no food to eat and your body will overcompensate after the famine or after like being, uh, being uh, off of food for a little bit. Right, so that's why we have like binging. That's why we have the, uh, like the bounce back of the uh, weight after you lose it. So the bad cycle is really restriction to discomfort and then to body compensate. Restriction to discomfort to body compensate. So that's why Christy wanted to do this whole intuitive. Uh, eating movement because that is the body's default mode, right? Because early in life, we're all intuitive eaters. So, you know, getting, you know, um, or feeling hungry or getting something pleasurable from food is not something to be ashamed of, right? And this whole idea of her book is that this type of deprivation is actually ruining our relationship with food. It's actually getting us more complicated and getting us more tortured, 
right? And an example of that will be, you know, donuts for some people, right? Like donuts are perfectly good food. Like they're tasty, they're pleasurable, but we are kind of changing and twisting our perception to paint a bad picture towards it. And that's kind of how it ruins our relationship with our food. And once we ruin our relationship with one type of food, then we will continue to ruin with other food, right? So in a sense, recognizing how diet is robbing you of pleasure time is a step one. And then help your body to get back to the default mode so you won't be deprived anymore. And then really it's about having enough food and able to eat as many different food as you like. Right, so we don't have like a kind of a toxic relationship with a certain kind of food. So the last part of this podcast, I wanted to talk about something real quick. It's called reconnecting with your hunger. So this is the kind of the experiment to try to pay attention if you have these symptoms. So the reason I want to touch on this is that hunger is normal, right? Hunger is useful, right? If you practice um, intermediate fasting, right? Like if you get into, into a groove of it, you will get used to the hunger a little bit. So I'm going to list off a couple of these hunger symptoms and then see if you kind of get in, um, kind of have these symptoms, right? So first of all, difficulty making decisions. Secondly, feeling uh, irritable and annoyed. Number three, losing focus. Number four, bad breath, weird taste in your mouth. Number five, burping or gas. Number six, heartburn or acid reflux. Number seven, feeling restless or agitated. Number eight, thinking about food or fascinating about the next meal. Uh, Fatigue or uh, listeners. Uh, number nine, sweating, headaches, nausea. Number 10, ringing in your ears. Number tw- 11, uh, anxiety or panic. So if you have these symptoms, your body is being deprived, right? So it's really important to eat a sufficient meal or have a good snack and then see how your body feel, right? So those symptoms are really your body's expressions of hunger. So if you are, let's say, experiencing after one or two hours after you ate, that means you are still hungry. That means you did not take enough food, right? Even if you don't think you should eat, you should eat. But if you're experiencing this after like just uh, right, right after you eat, that means that meal didn't exist, right? And intuitive eating is also eat when you're not hungry or have a snack before a big meeting to kind of prompt up the energy level. And in a 27 a study, they actually said that one of the chronic dieters, right? Like, so like the, the people has been on diet for a long time, they usually eat more in volume and then they eat more in high fat sugar food. So it is really about understanding your physiology, understanding your body is trying to bounce back from, um, from the from this idea of okay, I'm being deprived. I need to balance myself. So I I need to turn to more eating, eating more in volume, right? For me, if I'm gonna use my own example, right? Um, 
I have a, a kind of a healthy addiction with fried chicken. Um, one of my favorite fast spot um in the uh, Utah, they have this thing called a garlic chicken wings. Oh, uh, just thinking about it make my uh mouth salivate. So the thing about the garlic chicken wing is that it's so like it's so like like it's fried so well and it have the garlicky flavor to it. I like I love it. So every single time that I go to that far restaurant or get a takeout, I order the garlic chicken wing, right? Uh, they might as well just call it a Kevin a special because I get the same thing every single day. And I'm okay with that, right? Like is fried chicken healthy? No, but is that tasting, is that flavor that makes me happy, right? So that is what, what actually intuitive eating is, is to really listen to your body Make sure that you do not have those hunger cues. And the more choices of food that we can eat, at least in moderation, the more happier we will be, right? Another example for myself is uh, <laughs> it's chips, right? Like I don't like to eat like the like the big bags of like salty chips, like, you know, like just like salt, salt, salt. I like to um, get some of those like... Um, Lay's chip, you know, like us, you know, uh, you know, a tiny packages from like uh, Thailand or China or uh, Korea. They have different flavors, right? Um, that is kind of like the thing that I tried to quit and I did for a little bit, but every once in a while, like I go to the Chinese market, I just buy a couple of them and just like make myself feel better. So I guess the whole intuitive eating is that first of all, recognizing the dining the issue with dieting and secondly is to really listen to your body and make sure that okay instead of depriving ourselves from our food let's enjoy it let's make sure that we have healthy food mostly but it's okay to indulge yourself once in a while in donuts or garlic chicken or uh or uh, potato fries right all right guys thank you so much for listening uh if you like this podcast, subscribe and then uh, leave us a review and then we go from there. Alrighty. Thank you. Bye.